Section twenty three of Birds and Nature, Volume ten, Number one, June nineteen o one. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in December two thousand seventeen. Coco, Theobroma cacao, L. The wretch shall feel the giddy motion of the whirling mill, In fumes of burning chocolate shall glow, And tremble at the sea that froths below. Pope, Rape of the Lock, 2, 135 The cocoa-yielding plant is a tree, Varying from fifteen to forty feet in height. The main stem or trunk is much twisted and knotty, from which the branches stand out almost horizontally. The bark is thick, rough, and of a cinnamon-brown colour. The leaves are alternate, large, smooth, entire, and of a deep green colour. Flowers occur singly, more usually in clusters, from those parts of the branches and trunk formerly corresponding to the axils of leaves calyx deeply five-cleft pale red petals pink fruit solitary or several together pendulous large pear-shaped each pericarp enclosing numerous brown seeds about the size of a hickory nut or almond from which the chocolate and cocoa are made the chocolate tree is a native of mexico central america brazil and other south american countries it is now extensively cultivated in most tropical countries of both hemispheres. The West Indian islands have numerous large plantations. It is also found in botanic gardens and greenhouses. There are several cultivation varieties. The cocoa or cacao-yielding plant must not be confounded with the coconut palm or the coca-yielding plant, which has already been described. The natives of Mexico used cocoa before the discovery of America by Columbus. The Toltecs cultivated the plant centuries before they were finally conquered by the more powerful and more progressive Aztecs in 1325. Cortes and Fernandez in their letters to Charles V of Spain referred to the cultivation of cocoa by the Mexicans who used the seeds not only as a food but also as a medium of barter and exchange. It was apparently the only medium accepted in the payment of provincial taxes. Humboldt states that cocoa was similarly employed in Costa Rica and other Central American countries. In remote times, cocoa was somewhat differently prepared from what it is at the present time. The roasted and hulled seeds were coarsely pulverized in a stone mortar, strongly spiced by means of vanilla and other spices, boiled in water, and when cold, stirred to a frothy semi-liquid in cold water and eaten cold. The word chocolate is said to be derived from the Aztec chocolatl, choca, frothy, and atl, water. Through Cortes and others who lauded very highly the value of cocoa as a nourishing food for those going on long journeys, it soon became widely known. In 1520, considerable quantities of it, pressed into cakes, were shipped to Spain. Remarkable as it may seem, it is stated that the Brazilians learned the use of cocoa from the Spaniards. 
the noted italian traveller carletti introduced the use and preparation of cocoa into his native city florence not all europeans gave favourable reports concerning the use of cocoa clusius states that it was more suited to hogs than human beings acosta stated that the drink had a nauseous aspect and caused heart troubles cocoa was introduced into france about sixteen fifteen england about sixteen sixty seven germany about sixteen seventy nine somewhat later chocolate houses were established in various cities of europe william homburg a chemist of paris extracted the fat from cocoa as early as sixteen ninety five and quelus seventeen nineteen recommended its use as a salve and as an article of diet the fruit of the wild growing plants is small and the seeds exceedingly bitter hence the cultivated cocoa is preferred the seeds are preparated in two ways fermented and unfermented in the former the seeds are placed in heaps in holes in the earth in boxes or barrels covered with leaves in the course of four or five days they begin to sweat or undergo a mild form of fermentation during this time the seeds must be stirred about occasionally at the close of the sweating process most of the bitterness is gone and they have lost about one half in weight afterwards the seeds are rapidly dried in the sun or in ovens the fully dried seeds have a rich brown color the following are the more important market varieties of fermented cocoa one mexican or soconusco cocoa seeds rather small delicate flavor and of a golden yellow color since mexico does not produce sufficient cocoa for home consumption this variety is rarely exported this and the following varieties are said to be derived from theobroma bicolor theobroma angustifolium and theobroma ovalifolium two esmeralda cocoa similar to the mexican somewhat darker in color three guatemala cocoa seeds large with mild flavor four caracas cocoa from venezuela color pale brown with a mild agreeable flavor usually coated with a film of soil due to their being buried in the earth during the sweating process a very highly priced variety five guayaquil cocoa from ecuador seeds flattened somewhat wedge-shaped wrinkled reddish-brown an excellent variety six burbis cocoa from british guiana seeds small externally gray internally reddish-brown seven surinam and essequibo cocoa seeds rather large and more firm externally a loamy gray internally deep reddish-brown taste somewhat bitter the unfermented cocoa also known as sun cocoa and island cocoa is dried rapidly without fermenting it is of a beautiful reddish-brown color and a bitter astringent taste the following are the principal varieties one brazilian para bahia cocoa seeds smooth wedge-shaped flattened one edge nearly straight the other convex two cayenne cocoa quite hard externally grayish brown 
internally purplish red. 3. Antilles cocoa, island cocoa. Of this there are the following varieties. A. Trinidad cocoa with large, flat, almost black-brown seeds. B. Martinique cocoa with elongated, flattened, reddish-brown seeds. C. Saint Domingo cocoa with small, flattened, dark purplish-brown seeds. Cocoa requires considerable care in cultivation. A moist atmosphere and uniform temperature of about 24 to 28 degrees Celsius with considerable shade is best suited. The tall variety of banana and the tree-like Erythrina corallodendron are the more common shade plants. The plants are grown from seeds which begin to germinate in eight days. The seeds begin to bear fruit in about four years. More usually eight to ten years elapse before any considerable fruit is born. Two crops are collected annually. It is stated that there is on average only one fruit to every three thousand flowers. Chocolate and cocoa are prepared by roasting the seeds, removing the husks and crushing between hot rollers, which liquefies the solid fat and forms a paste. To make chocolate, sugar is added and flavored with vanilla and cinnamon. Sometimes a coloring substance is added. The paste is finally molded into cakes varying in size and form. Chocolate is frequently adulterated with lard, starches, rice flour and other substances. Cheap grades are usually flavored with sassafras nuts, cloves and other spices. In the manufacture of cocoa, the husks are usually included and mixed with a variable quantity of sugar, starch, flavoring substances, etc. The roasted, hulled and coarsely broken seeds are known as cocoa nibs, and this is the purest kind of cocoa. The powder made from the seeds after the oil has been thoroughly expressed is known as broma. The seeds contain about 50% of fat. In the manufacture of broma and common cocoa, most of this is removed and is placed upon the market as cocoa butter. The more or less broken hulls are sold as cocoa shells, from which a chocolate-like drink is made by boiling in water and sweetening with sugar. There is perhaps no food substance which is more universally liked than chocolate. Mothers have no small amount of trouble in hiding the household chocolate from the children. With the omnipresent penny in the slot machine, more pennies are credited to it than to the chewing gum. The housewife and baker use it very extensively with chocolate cake. The confectioner uses it very freely, to the great delight of children. The principal use to which cocoa is put is in the preparation of a beverage. For this purpose enormous quantity of chocolate, cocoa, broma and hulls are consumed annually. The word theobroma is derived from the Greek, meaning drink for the gods. The drink is prepared by thoroughly triturating the desired amount of chocolate, cocoa or broma with a small quantity of water, then stirring this into the necessary quantity of boiling milk or water and boiling for a few minutes with constant stirring. The oil present gives the drink great nutritive value. It is also slightly stimulating, owing to the presence of an alkaloid theobromine which is closely similar in its properties to theine and caffeine, the active constituents of tea and coffee.
the drink does not agree with some individuals because the large amount of oil present causes indigestion it is also highly probable that the indigestion or dyspepsia is due to the minute fragments of roasted cell walls of the seeds which are not only indigestible but irritate the secreting mucus cells lining the inner surface of the stomach cocoa butter which resembles tallow in consistency and appearance is used in medical and pharmaceutical practice as a salve or pomade for external application in eruptive diseases as scarlet fever etc cocoa also finds extensive use in medical practice though it has no marked curative properties cocoa from which the oil has been thoroughly expressed broma makes an excellent drink for convalescence it is used to disguise the taste of disagreeable medicines etc albert schneider end of section twenty three